Yer. Okay, uh, things are going to look a little weird right now because uh, I am still waiting for Gino to get here, but welcome to D Show. This is the Decode Podcast coming fresh off the PlayStation State of Play that was just a couple of hours ago. We're definitely going to be giving our thoughts on that in just a moment. Uh, I am going to kill time while I wait for Gino to come through. Welcome to the show. This is where we talk about video games, uh, maybe some esports things. Not a lot happening in the esports world this week. Uh, definitely played a lot of video games this week. Uh, a lot of things came out that I, I wanted to get my hands on, that I wanted to try out. Uh, so that's what I did. Uh, I'm sure Gino probably played a couple of things. So when he's back from handling cafe duties, um, he'll, he'll talk about what he's been going through. Uh, speaking of the cafe, uh, we do this show live from the Waypoint Cafe over at 65 Ludlow Street here in the lower east side of Manhattan, New York. Um, we are monitoring the chat live here as well on Twitch through Waypoint Cafe's uh, own Twitch because uh, we do that. We like to help each other out. Anyway, I hope everyone's having a, a fun week. The weekend is almost here. Not to dis- despair. Um, I guess uh, we'll talk about what I've been playing in the meantime. So one of the things that has been really freaking awesome was that Mega Man X DLC that came to Minecraft. I have zero experience playing Minecraft. My only exposure to Minecraft outside of watching like streams and stuff is watching my son play the game and he's done a bunch of of things in Minecraft. He's built like a bunch of stages. He's built train stations. He's built Fall Guys levels. He's built actual Pokemon. Uh, This kid is just phenomenal what he does in that game. Uh, That's like, that's all I know about Minecraft. And I love that uh, the creativity is so free in there, but they recently showcased a trailer for this Mega Man DLC that dropped and I was like, I want to play this. So Minecraft's like 20 bucks. The DLC was like another eight. So I spent $28 to play Minecraft Mega Man X. Uh, single-handedly, the best purchase I have made this year. Um, it's super nostalgic. Um, you get to pick four main boss stages. So they have uh, Chill Penguin, Storm Eagle. Um... I can't remember the other two. I think Sting Chameleon was there. And Armored Armadillo. Yes, that was the, those are the four. So you only get four of the Robot Masters from Mega Man X. Um, you beat those four, you get access to Sigma Stassel. There goes Gino, he's back. Go ahead, I'm gonna... Wait, do I get to be on camera today? No. <laughs> you get to watch the stream. Hop over there. <laughs> I'm hopping over. <laughs> and I'm moving the camera. <laughs> we need we need the picture of the bay. The best bay. I was just telling the chat yes. about uh the Minecraft Mega Man X. Oh my god. <laughs> I've seen that a few times. Yes, I've seen it. Uh so it dropped and I was like, I have never played Minecraft. Like my I, I was telling you, my only exposure to Minecraft has been through my son watching him play and like watching streams yeah. of people do crazy stuff in Minecraft. 
And um, so I was like, I'm going to do this. So I spent the $20 to buy Minecraft. Yeah. And then the $7.99 for the Mega Man X DLC and proceeded to play it. It, has been, it was the best hour of my life. Those are $28 that I would never regret. Unlike Fortnite's uh, $28 that I spent to you. play a battle pass you. so I can unlock Dr. Doom Tom, sorry. and then buy Kratos. Incorrect. Incorrect. If anyone has regret about Fortnite, it's me. Well, what did you buy in Fortnite? The game. <laughs> you got it. You got the actual save the world. I bought the save the world, and then a week later they went free. I'm like, you gotta be f. And then they weren't honoring refunds. That's terrible. I'm like, you you gotta be kidding me. Wow. Anyway, so I proceed to play this Mega Man X, and this is like nostalgia heaven for me because oh it's all it's the mix of Minecraft, yeah. and then they throw in the Super Nintendo sprites. And they throw in the Super Nintendo uh, uh, sound effects. Right. So it's all like super nostalgic. You only get four bosses, though, uh, before you go fight Sigmas. Like you do the Sigma stage and yeah, then yeah, fight yeah. Sigma. I mean, but they were it, But it's recreated in full FPS 3D. And That's kind of cool, uh, actually. Yeah. And if you do decide to play it in third person, the animations of your character are Mega Man X animations. That's so he even jumps, better. He, he does, does the, yeah, he does he the does heads. <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. This is the first time I've ever really considered giving a DLC a Game of the Year nomination. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know what? Actually, no. I, I I brought it up as a as a troll one year, but I think you also considered it. It was one of the DLCs, um, basically because it was basically a whole nother. This is back in Geek Fist. We were give we were giving the first expansion to Guild Wars two. We wanted to give a game of the year because it basically gave us an entire it gave us an entirely different game, an entire new game for yeah. twenty bucks, and I'm just like. They gave us 80 hours of content for 20 bucks. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, obviously, I'm joking. Like, the game's only, it's literally only an hour long, but it's I just mean, so, so is well. technically X if you, if you yeah. know what you're doing. But it's so well done and so amazing. I replayed it, like, twice last night. I was like, I'm doing it again. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't know. You can collect bolts, and then you use the bolts to get, like, your different upgrades. And That's stuff. cool. Oh, isn't that like in uh, Mega Man Legends 3 or 2? Legends, yeah. 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 They, they definitely did a lot of... Whoever at Minecraft worked on this put a lot of love and care. I mean, that's most of the Minecraft community. Like, anyone who ends up getting hired for Minecraft, they've been putting so much love into that game. Yeah, but like, this, this was like, to me, like, I've always appreciated the, the beauty and the, the awe and the impact of Minecraft. But actually finally being now. able to play it. I think the Enterpl Enterprise Class D from um, from uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Uh -huh. Like the one-to-one -one recreation, all the decks and everything, I think just finished. And now they're working on the next, they're working on Deep Space Nine. That's like they've crazy. been remaking the Enterprise. That's insane. Which I'm just like, I love this. I genuinely love this. You gotta, you gotta appreciate the fact that Minecraft is over a decade old. Yeah. And is still doing amazing things. Yep. And that's a large reason why I gave it number one in the top 10 games of the decade uh, before the pandemic. You know, 2020 came along. Yeah. I wrote an article. I was like, what are the 10 best games of the past decade? 
And number one went to Minecraft and people thought I was crazy. No, it, <laughs> it spawned a whole new genre. Mm -hmm. If I was to relook re at that list right now, if we look at generations of gaming, I would give Crypto the Necrodancer that spot as well. Maybe yeah. in the top five. Because it has respawned the music genre. Not only that, but it's been kind of like the cool thing to do like rhythm X action you've had yeah. rhythm action games yeah. like hi-fi rush is a, there's hi -fi is a rush. rhythm but then there's RPG. the fps game um that's the, all metal the, the first person shooters you have metal yeah. health singer you yeah. had uh bpm bpm you know and yeah. th that whole those whole all those games wouldn't exist without krypton and echo dancer didn't come out. come out yeah and uh and then even like something like vampire survivors you have this whole like reverse schmup genre that's coming out great because of vampire <laughs> survivors and i'm sure you've probably seen it like on your internet ads or maybe when you're going through the, the play stores of your respective friend, they have that game called survivor.io yeah that game wouldn't exist if not for vampire <laughs> survivors so I, I love that that actually exists again yeah um like, I think a lot of it is like, and you look at how these games are, it's just the, the creative genius behind independent developers who like, I want to do this. And then they find a way to do it. Like Minecraft isn't the most greatest looking game ever. Actually, but, honest with you, the fact that Minecraft can uh, ran just on straight Java yeah. script for this long is thoroughly impressive. For sure. Um, but Minecraft is just impressive. Yeah. And this Mega Man X DLC was... One of the greatest things I've played, yeah, like this year, yeah. I think that, um, that, and that's like right there else? next to Dead Space. <laughs> like again, it, it's one of those games that, like, to be quite honest with you, twenty bucks for that game is definitely worth it. Yeah, it's actually worth more than twenty, in my opinion. But honestly, like, I felt like I spent twenty eight dollars for Mega Man X, and I was more than happy with that. Like, yeah, I, I, I thought I would be like disappointed that it was only an hour. But, but then I'm you not. That. Yeah, you're I'm not. not. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Like, I'm like, this was worth it. It's a quality game. It's a quality it game. It was super quality. I love the changes they made because you're in this 3D space. They gave you a dash that you can, like, sidestep dash. Yeah. Like, it feels like Metroid Prime in a way, which is another game yeah. that I've been playing. Um, I Unfortunately, I had to get it digitally because physical copies are next to impossible to find right now. Yep. I do know that if you are in New York City, there are copies available at the Nintendo at New York. What do they call the store Nintendo now? Nintendo New York. Yeah, it used to be like Nintendo World or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's Nintendo New York NYC. Uh, the only thing is if you go pick it up from Nintendo World, it is one copy per person. Um, yeah. Uh, which has led to a lot of crazy resaling oh, it's, uh, it's on obscene. the internet market. It's obscene it's, what it is right Earlier now. this morning, it was at like... 50 bucks for a copy of Metroid Prime. Now it's shooting up into the hundreds of dollars. It's um, like the Prime Trilogy. Yeah. So it's really crazy what's happening with that there. Um, Metroid Prime Remastered is fantastic. Uh, they did a lot of work e there. Easily a 10 out of 10 game. If you've never played Metroid Prime before, I highly recommend this. If you have a Switch, you should be playing this game in some way, shape, or form. Borrow your friend's Switch. Play Metroid Prime Remastered. It's that good. Yeah. Right. Um, what else? I'll be quite honest with you. I bit the bullet and I did buy for 70 bucks Wild Hearts. Damn. And to be quite honest with you, I have had more fun in my like. I, I, I care nothing for the story. I care none of that. <laughs> the fact that you gave me the, sh the chance 
to set up a hook line, like a zip line, and then I can just drop on. I'm like, I love this. And I have an umbrella and I'm beating you with an umbrella. It's even better, in my opinion. <laughs> it's a fun game. Um, I, I was mixed on it. Like, I appreciated what it did. For someone who, who avidly plays Monster Hunter a lot and actually likes that genre of game, yeah. I'm like, this is a welcomed, very much welcomed I, 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 entry into this genre. I am not as versed in yeah. Monster Hunter because I definitely don't stick with those games a very long yeah. time. So, you know, the intricacies and nuances of Minecraft, are, I mean, uh, of Monster Hunter are lost on me. But there are definitely things in Wild Hearts that I do wish were in Monster Hunter. Oh, there are things that I sit here just to be just to be quite honest with you. Hearing my character speak, but the way that we were because I was playing with a friend, the seamlessness, the seamlessness of my friend hopping into my game, right, blew my mind. Welcome to the next gen. <laughs> well, no, because because I'm so used to Monster Hunter and other games where it's like, oh, you have to post a room code. It's an instance. It's this. Nah, my friend was there. I go through the whole cutscene. Still next to me. I'm like, it didn't drop you. No, <laughs> you just continue and go. He can leave. He can come back. I'm just like, this is awesome. Yeah, this is gr literally great. And it's like you don't get that interruption because for certain cutscenes, sometimes it'll drop people, things right. like that. You always have to set up the room code. It's like, no, just open up your game. Tell your friend if he's on your friend list and he could just join you. Yep. That's it. It's really good stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's literally great. Um, but what, what, we were, what made me laugh was we we're fighting the giant, where, the, the, the hog, right. the pig. The boar. The boar, yeah. And I'm not going to lie. There was a moment when he was charging me, but his mouth moved at the same time as my friend's. So my friend had his character in English. Mine's in Japanese. So I hear him saying in English, look out, it's charging. But the way that the pig moved its mouth when it was doing that it looked like it was saying it. <laughs> so I just, I lost, I lost all composure. I'm like, did, I'm like, did the monster just alert me that it was charging? <laughs> it's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, you want to know what's been having a lot of value recently? What? I've been watching uh, Cinder. This past like week, what he's been streaming, his uh, Final Fantasy Nine attack only run. He finished nine. He's now doing eight. Attack only eight. And he finished seven. And the fact is, what we come to realize is pulling apart these games, those games. Yeah, you can brute force them. You can straight brute force all those games. Not a care in the world. And it's like, hey, this is great. Like, those are good. I sat here. I'm like, we, we tried figuring out what's the next game after eight. I'm like, maybe try Bravely Default 2. No, <laughs> you can't. You really can't. There's a boss that is immune to damage. Yeah. So uh, I, I was watching his Final Fantasy IX run, and I appreciated one of the tactics that he did, that when you officially get Steiner into your party. Yeah. You want to level him up the most, so he purposely killed off the rest of his party <laughs> yeah, just, so he to, would get, yeah. just to spam Steiner so that he can get that one attack that's just like insta-kills most things yeah. earlier. You want to laugh even harder? You know when you get Steiner back when he's in the cage? Right. So I always used to think that there was a scripted amount of fights that you had to be there. No, the game just throws enemies at you after you escape. <laughs> so if you let um, the other guy die... He went from like level 13 to 34 in a matter of 30 minutes. 
because it's just an infinite amount of enemies just running at Steiner. You don't have to move. That's hilarious. So we sat there. We're just like, you're telling me all this entire time. I thought it was always scripted at minimum of four fights. No. It is literally as many times as you want. You could just sit there and grind. That's so good. <laughs> the fact that he did it with seven. The run that what spawned that run, by the way, was we were trying to figure out a cloud only run of seven. Okay. Cla the problem is there are two fights that you need everyone to fight. Because every single person has a fight on their own. Yeah, because you have like the um, the elevator fight and the shadow yeah. tower, yep. which is uh, Barrett, Eris, and Red 13, I think. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, damn, you can't do without modding the game. You can't. So I'm like, maybe in the remake, you could just do cloud only. Because I don't remember a part where you. So in the. But he also doesn't want to replay the remake because he just does not like the remake. Oh, that's not bad. I like the remake, but there's also... He doesn't like the remake because of the, what's it called? Some of the, the story choices. Well, because it's a redone story. Well, no, because there's a character that annoys him. And he's just like, the guy on the motorcycle who's in love with his motorcycle. <laughs> because it makes it's like, wait, I'm Shinra. They're Shinra. Why am I beating? Why is he beating up his own guys? He... To let you escape. <laughs> because he's in love with his motorcycle. Yeah, you can't do a cloud only run in that either because oh. there's the section of the game where you're going through the laboratory. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. the party up. Yeah. So you have one section, which is uh, Cloud and Barrett together. And, and then, then it's, it's Eris, Tifa. Tifa, and Red 13 mm. doing other persons of okay. the game. Uh, you could probably get away with an attack only run on that, though. If yeah, you, you know. definitely could get away. No, no, there's a fight that you need magic for. Well, the the, the Hell House yeah. you probably could do attack only. Yeah. You would just need to figure Be out a way to heal. So if it's attack only, you can't heal with magic, right? He can't. No, he can heal with potions. It's no, it's no items or anything like that. But if you have, if you have an ability called auto potion which nine has people will just automatically use potions. Okay. So that that's the like healing in that regard. And you can cure out of, you can't cure in a fight, but you can cure outside. Out of fights? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's where like a run like that would probably hit a snag is the hell house. For yeah. Sure. I was um, thinking, uh, what's his name's casino. Uh, the other dude, the dude with cloud has to dress up as a girl. Oh, Don Corleone? Yeah. I feel like that's also... I think you needed magic for that fight. Well, you need magic because the monster, when he sends you into the basement, yeah. the monster boss fight, the monster's extremely weak to fire. Yeah. And like, you could get, a, well, you can get <laughs> away you with could, you equipping the fire materials onto your weapons. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So that's a way to circumvent that. But yeah, that's a pretty good run. That's an interesting run. Like, just yeah. attack only. Attack only. We're I trying like to that. figure... We're figuring out... I'm trying to help him figure out for other RPGs. I'm sitting here, I'm like... <laughs> Can you do attack only, no summons, golden sun? And I sat there, I'm like, you need the side powers for the overworld stuff, yeah. period. I'm interested in seeing what happens now that Legend of Dragoon is on the PlayStation Plus uh, Did catalog. Did you hear that people are upset because there's a bug on PlayStation? Really? Yes. There's a bug in what, Legend of Dragoon? Yes. Oh, that sucks. You want to know what the bug is? What is it? Um, it's a visual glitch, but also it's an attack glitch. So, like, sometimes your dragon will just fold in onto itself, from what I've heard. 
Which, so everyone's like, yeah, this is terrible. I'm like, this is actually hilarious. I love this personally. That's funny. And then the attack glitch is um, the same thing that I believe that happened with Vanquish. Um, the faster the uh, the faster the frames are, the more damage you take. <laughs> so it's like, oh, unintentional hard mode. Let's go. That's funny. That sounds really funny. I'm excited. Like, I don't know if I'll ever do it, but I may like replay it on the PlayStation Plus. I mean, it's a great game. Uh, Legend of Dragoon is fantastic. Uh, I'm glad to see like people like I saw so many people on my feed really excited that this game is like existing. Ow. And I still own yeah, the same. PlayStation 1 copy yeah. of Legend of the Grun. I'm like, man, the nostalgia is real for this one. That's why I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, hey, Capcom, give me Breath of Fire. Right? See. See what happens if you give me Breath of Fire 1, 2, and 3 on current consoles. You don't even need to do anything fancy with them. Just release them. I feel like I was one of the few people that actually enjoyed uh, Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter, it was called. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. And I like that one because, like, the whole, like, getting up to a certain part and then restarting with all your abilities from the beginning again. Yeah. Like, it felt like a roguelite, but it wasn't. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, what else? Uh, any other? Th 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 I was telling th th our listeners, like, a there's been a bunch that we've been playing. Now, I know you purchased Iron, uh, Atomic Hearts. Right? I have not had a chance to play it yet, but uh, you did. I did. I, I Atomic Hearts is my first big disappointment of 2023. Really? Yeah. I did not like this game. I mean, there were parts Wait, of it that... Wait, the Protocol came out at the end of 2022, right? Yeah, because the Protocol was last okay. year. But I didn't get... I didn't, did I, yeah, I kind of really played it. Um, I There are... The thing with Atomic Hearts is there are some decent ideas. Not well executed. They're just not very well executed, so, which I find very surprising because this the developers of this are the guys behind uh, the Wolfenstein games. Yeah. And some of them are like Bioshock alumni. And I'm like, these are two competent teams. teams. They might not have had, it might have the same issue as Biomutant. Where it just a bunch it. of great ideas, but not a point person to keep everyone in line. Yeah. Which it, I've actually recently replayed Biomute and I'm like, I see your point. I really want to see what happens with this dev team, though, because I do what's too. there is actually good. It's really good. And there were, there were points in the game where it gelled and there were some points where you're like, eh. eh. But Atomic Hearts is one of those games where like none of these things work together yeah, like, okay. at all whatsoever. Uh, so I was extremely disappointed in that. I hated the main character and his lines. And I, I just I, I, this was one of those games that made me miss the era of silent protagonists. And I really, <laughs> I really wish he shut up. <laughs> um, and then like the combat was just, oh, it was disgusting. There was a bunch of bugs, there was a bunch of glitches. And I'm like, even on like PS5, I saw the PC horror show uh, on streams and stuff like that. And I died laughing. But even on PS5, I had the game crash on me. I was oh, that's the copy that I have, PS5. I got yeah. a PS5 copy. So I promptly traded it in. Uh, Back to the local mom and pop shops that love to get games early. So I was able to trade it in for the new Kirby, which doesn't come out till next week. Uh, but I've been playing the new Kirby. Uh, well, not the new, the remake, remake of the... Yeah, with the new DLC. Within the DLC. That game is fantastic. That game was always fantastic, though. And I love it. And I'm having more fun with that. Like, the fact that I had more fun with Wanted Dead than I did Atomic Hearts. And Wanted Dead is another game where it's like... This is a really cool idea. I understand what you're going for, and I appreciate what you're going for because, like, the game is definitely a PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox era game. game. 
just with a next gen facelift. Yeah. There's a reason why we left that school of design behind, but I appreciate that the developers wanted to do that love letter which to is fine Jean, honestly which is fine i just was like oh, man i paid money for this and uh, like i didn't feel disappointed but i was like this maybe is not, not a, at this I'm, price maybe not at this price but like it's not a game i know i'm gonna replay again yeah so like that's another one that i'm like i'm gonna probably put this towards something else when it comes out um that i've been playing not. pizza tower pizza tower <laughs> oh you don't know about pizza tower no Oh my what, God. What is Pizza Tower? Like Pizza me. Tower is a love letter to WarioWare, Sonic, not WarioWare, Wario Land and Wario Sonic. Land, okay. And Sonic. You play as this pizza guy. His name is Peppino. Peppino's Pizzeria. <laughs> and all the conglomerates, the leader of the conglomerates, which is basically, they're all like spoofs of actual like chain pizzerias. Okay. The, the top one, everyone's like, oh, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm like, no, that's Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> but it's run by a clown. Like a pizza-headed clown. Pizza-headed yes, there's the noise as one of the balls. <laughs> you know who that's supposed to be. The Noid, right? Yeah. Um, and, and there's like the big tomato. There's like uh, a Western guy. Um... So, yeah, you, you basically run through these these levels. So it's speed running through the levels mm -hmm. with Wario's dash. That's and then you could turn into like Sonic. And it's just like you, you, you roll like Sonic and things like And I sat here. I was like, the game looks absolutely terrible. It looks like one of the, it looks like a drawn together. Like red and okay. stimpy drawn together kind of style. Yeah. But it's such a good. I sat here. I was like, this is a competent game for $20. This is a $60 game that I paid 20 bucks for. Nice. Like in content and everything. The whole soundtrack is great. There's a. Um, so if you leave the game on mm -hmm. and you just sit there and watch. He'll do like a little scary thing, like he'll do a pop up like from Five Nights at Freddy's, like a jump scare thing. And then the game quits itself. <laughs> I, lo I love when games do silly things like that. Like, uh, like uh, it's eternal darkness. Yeah. It's like it's little freak out moments and stuff. Those were good stuff. But yeah, Pizza Tower is an amazing game. That's what it looks like. Oh my God. You get graded at the end of each round. <laughs> like for A, it comes out, it, it starts with him saying that, and then you get the letter grade. A, spicy pizza. <laughs> like it's all just jokes it's take your stereotype like stereotypical brooklyn pizza man jokes <laughs> that's the whole game that's hilarious and it's great i'm sitting here like this has no right being this good nice uh so the game uh the last thing that i played um it's not officially out just yet but i was able to play uh early mighty doom how is that? I want to play that. It looks so cute. So Mighty Doom is a, it's based off the Doom franchise. You're a, an action figure of the Doom guy. So if you, if you ever, if you remember Doom, uh, you can go around the level and find like hidden action figures of yourself. So yeah. Mighty Doom is the animated version of Doom. And one of these figures has gained sentience <laughs> and decides to fight the hordes of the demonic <laughs> invasion. He's so angry. Even the... 
tiny so version of himself. Even the tiny version of himself <laughs> is angry. And what's funny is he gained sentience and the action figure that he was packaged in yeah. was packaged with the bunny. The bunny came to life and goes through a portal. So he's trying to chase Here's the bunny. bunny. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's a top-down shooter. and um, We need more of those, I feel like. I like yeah. top-down shooters. They're great. And it's mobile, so you get power-ups and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's extremely fun. It's very... Silly. It's tongue in cheek, but it's, it's very doom. Tongue in cheek, and it's doom, and I love that. <laughs> um, so uh, it obviously has like microtransactions for stuff because they went to microtransactions. Who cares? It's, but like you can grind and get everything. It's for top free. down doom. Like yeah. if it's fun to grind, it's fun to grind. It's just yeah. I'm having a good time just playing the free path of it. So you know, turn I, your brain off. Shoot, that's all doom was, and that's literally all <laughs> this one is. So mighty doom, uh, you can. Uh, like pre-order, whatever. Not pre-order, but like you can set it up so that when it's available to download, oh. it'll let you know to download it and whatnot. Um, so I was able to get like an advanced access to it uh, a couple of days early. Now it's locked, so I can't play it until it's actually released. Mm. Uh, but it is coming really soon. So I don't know what that means, but I got a chance to do that. Uh, we have some a uh, little bit of gaming news before we get into the main topic of our show. The main topic being the PlayStation State of Play. Uh, but before that, we got some news items. Uh, you might have heard of these small studios, uh, like th this company called uh, Nintendo and this other independent company called Microsoft. I'm being super sarcastic right now. <laughs> um, but Microsoft and Nintendo have signed a 10-year deal so that Xbox games are coming to Nintendo. I feel like I called that at one we point. We did call that at one point. <laughs> we called it technically when the when the Games Pass came out, when Microsoft said, hey, Nintendo, do you want us to help you with your servers? And then I was like, yeah, sure, we'll give you the contract. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Nintendo is going to be getting Call of Duties, plural. <laughs> and I know that this is also a very, like, like, this, this is Microsoft th throwing shade at Sony. At Sony uh, being like, hey, we're giving Nintendo of all people violent video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, when's the Xbox powered Switch? Uh, that's coming in the Nintendo uh, Switch XL. I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. They're going to give have, us an upgraded. They're going to give us an upgraded. They're going to give us a new Nintendo Switch that is backwards compatible, but also it's probably going to be running the newer. Nvidia's stuck with a bunch of five nanometer chips. Yeah, that they ha that they already purchased, mm -hmm. and they can't back out of that deal. Nope, because they got greedy. <laughs> just give it to Nintendo. At this point, just give it to Nintendo. They can use it. The yeah. hardware needs it. Like I really think that that they're definitely overdue for a uh, a hardware refresh. Also, because um, Nvidia's complaining, it's like we don't want to support the Tegra software anymore. We've stopped supporting it. <laughs> we don't want to give you like security patches. Yeah. Uh, but this is really huge news for Nintendo. Um, I don't know what games they're going to get, but it seems like if it's anything that's like a huge game, it's probably going to be like streamed. Um, well, the issue, like everyone sitting here is like, oh, the size of the games. This might be Microsoft saying, yeah, games have gotten too big. Because if you look at Halo right. Infinite, it's actually been starting to... Like, as each patch, as each new season came out, it's actually gotten smaller. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, yeah. Microsoft knows there's an issue with game sizes. Yeah. So uh, I think a lot of companies are doing that because uh, even uh, Fall Guys, for example, recently had an update where 
the file size was reduced. Uh, and that's because they've actually gotten to the point where it's like, Yo, we have too many maps. And now they're, what they're doing is they've created algorithms so that certain maps spawn more than others. Yeah. And the other maps are like rotated out, so yeah. to speak. They're just on a There's lower. That, but they're also, they're probably compressing the assets. Mm -hmm. That's probably what they're doing. Uh, and even Destiny is doing that now. Uh, Thank God. With, with the uh, upcoming Lightfall expansion that drops next Tuesday, um, there's going to be a massive update. And they're saying, you know, please make sure you have this much space for the update. But once the update is done, you will notice that your Destiny file size is smaller. Yeah, because they're actually probably running through actual compression. I ran a GitHub tool called um, Compressed Games, and mm -hmm. I ran it through my entire Steam library where, where, where Destiny was. I went from having like a four to five, no, a five terabyte Steam library to a three terabyte. I gained two terabytes back <laughs> just because of compression alone. That's amazing. And this is not like everyone's like, oh, but isn't that bad for the game quality? No, no, because all it's doing is zipping files that should have been zipped at launch. Yep. You don't need to leave everything at full size. Only when the game, that's the entire purpose of a GPU. Yeah. It's to uncompress your stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Am I making my GPU run a little harder? Yeah. But I also have like 64 gigabytes of RAM. Mm -hmm. I, like there's a reason why I'm paying premium for like top tier stuff. It's like, let me run it at top tier. Yeah. So one of the main reasons I'm excited for this deal is we may potentially get Hi-Fi Rush on Switch. Which, which is the great, which would be great, so. which would actually be great for Switch. Yeah, that's why I won't <laughs> complain about Wild Hearts. It's not compatible on the Steam Deck. No? It's one of those games that's just not compatible on the Steam Deck. That sucks. And I don't know if it's just because EA because of the EA launcher is just not compatible on Steam Deck yet. Maybe. The new one. Their new Origin launcher? Yeah, yeah it's kinda, it's, it's no, it's just called EA Launcher now. Oh, okay. Um, which is only really just a sign-in page. Yeah. It's not even a real launcher. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is where all my save data is held now? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, there's a lot of precedence for these games to come to the Switch. You know, I mean, we saw earlier the that Ori, the Ori series came yeah. to the Switch. Um, there was a couple other. Banjo-Kazooie, the entire Rare collection, basically. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely precedent for Xbox games to exist on Nintendo. Uh, the caution is some of the bigger games that Microsoft has, especially when you want to throw like some of the Bethesda games. Yeah. Uh, well, Skyrim is already technically on the Switch. Uh, yeah, it's not that great to play on the Switch. It's a little chuggy. Eh, uh, it's Skyrim, though. But uh, it's th this is definitely something that I see that if Microsoft is doing this this late in the Switch's library, I definitely see that at some point in the next we're gonna probably two get years, we're definitely getting a, a, a new Switch, a Switch actually, XL. Actually, I, it would so, not surprise me if they make the announcement at this year's E3. Yeah. So I, I do think E3. there's going to be a... I don't think it's going to be a new console. I think it's going to be like what they did with the 3DS, where they had the 3DS, and, and then, then they, they came out the with new, the 3DS XL. No, no, where they did the new 3DS. Yeah. Because the, the 3DS, 3DS XL, XL still used the same old original 3DS hardware. The new 3DS XL was a hardware refresh. Yeah, so they're going to do that with yeah. the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I feel like that's what's going to happen. It's still going to be the Nintendo Switch, but it's going to be something like new Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch XL or Nintendo Switch Pro, like everyone seems to be thinking about. For or the it would not surprise me if they just call it Nintendo Switch 2. Yeah. Like, just take it the simplest route. I don't like, think they want to do that because so many people love their regular Switch. Right. That... They're going to find some way to come out with a name so that it doesn't come across as a new system. Right. 
just an upgraded thing like the PlayStation to the PlayStation Pro and the yeah. Xbox One to the, the Switch Pro. But whatever. they don't like the idea of a pro. They've always shied away. They've from always pro. shied away from yeah. that. That's why I feel like they're gonna use the terminology that they've already yeah. used before, like which the is new. like new or yeah. XL. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely see that coming to Nintendo, and that would be great because the OLED, as nice as that was, that wasn't it. Like. We could have done more. It's, it's a stopgap, and I think it was a stopgap because of the pandemic. Yeah, I'll be quite honest with you. And it made them some money. Like, well, yeah. let's not let's not front. All of these did sell. They packaged it very well for the holidays, and they sold like crazy. Oh yeah. So I, I have I have one only because my original Switch's battery was just at its at the end of its life. Yeah. I had a launch switch, so. Uh, in other news, uh, Sinj- sp- staying on this uh, Microsoft front for Bethesda, Tango Gameworks Studios has announced that Shinji Mikami uh, is going to be leaving the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is after a decade of working for the studio. He directed uh, Evil Within, had more of a like a producer, executive producer role on a lot of their other games. And uh, he's stepping away from... Uh, Tango Gameworks. Uh, everybody's kind of worried about what this means for Tango Gameworks. I'm like, he hasn't really influenced it, their games since been the first like Evil Within. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're going to be fine. They've made a lot of these games without his influence or his direction. You know, they did Ghostwire Tokyo, and everyone thought it was a Mikami game. It's like, no man, this was that, that other person. Yeah. Um, you know, Hi-Fi Rush is another example of a game that was kind of done, uh, like just without his involvement. So I think they're going to be fine. Uh, but it is kind of shocking to see someone with as impressive as of a resume as him step away from a studio. He found it. Um, so uh, I think he's going to be fine. He's probably off. Either he's going to take a break because he's been in gaming for a long a time, very long time. Um, I mean, this is the guy that has is responsible for the creation of Resident Evil, he's... I mean, it would not surprise me, I'm going to be quite honest with you, if he takes a break, because what it feels like a lot, and, and this is something that I've noticed because I follow a lot of devs mm-hmm. on Twitter, they're all saying the same thing. It's gotten too corporate. It's gotten to the point where every game, where it's all or nothing for almost every single game they work on. Yeah. Where it's like, it has to, it has to sell a million units in the first week. Mm-hmm. Or the first weekend it's released. And it's like... A lot of the devs who've been at this for a long time, who grew up with like our era of gaming, right? They're getting burned out from it, so they're thinking like, we can release a small game and it can do well. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a sixty dollars title. It would not surprise me if he just starts his own tiny studio, not Again. doing triple A stuff, <laughs> not doing triple A stuff, but just doing double A stuff, right? Single A stuff, because that is a whole category that is missing right now. It really is. And a lot of those games have done really well recently. A lot of these games that, if not for the fact that people were looking for something fresh, they probably would have flown under the radar. Yeah. You know, something like Wanted Dead. Yeah. Is like, it's a double A game. I'll be quite honest with you. Gungrave Gore. Yeah. Is a single A game, but Evil I turned my head. I turned my fucking, I turned off my brain. And I'm just like, yeah, gun. Gun. <laughs> That's how I felt about Evil West when I was streaming. I was like, I can just turn my brain off and just. Gun. Gun. Kill things. <laughs> Stuff goes boom. <laughs> like, again, pizza tower. Yeah. Like, I turn my brain off. Platforming. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you look at, like, the, the type of games that Tango Gameworks came out with, the Evil Thin series, 
uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Like they they had triple A quality, but they weren't like a triple A game. game. And that's why but a lot of a lot of the times them, I felt I, it it did feel like there was the pressure to be like yeah. a triple A selling game, and it's like it didn't need to be. Like you guys are you guys don't have to be that hard. Uh, and I think that's why something like Hi-Fi Rush was so refreshing because you can tell this wasn't a pressurized thing. No. They just made the game. They were like, we're going to do this awesome it's thing and we're cool. going to surprise announcement. I love it. It's cool. It plays well. It's colorful. It's mm-hmm. something I said, it was like, yeah, all the games use the same palettes now. Give me something that looks like a cartoon. Give me beautiful Joe stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, be be creative. I can't recommend High Fire Rush enough. Like I, I could talk about that game until I'm blue in the face. I think it's one of the, definitely game of the year. Like, oh, it's it's definitely that game and is definitely making the list. The list. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Jericho right now. <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> um, but yeah, High Fire Rush is definitely something that uh, is going on that list. And we're only in March. Well, Pizza like, Tower is going on the list for me. We're only into You're only going into March. And this year has already had so many games. And I'm like, man, this game was really good. This game was really good. This game was really good. You know, Dead Space comes to mind. High Fire Rush comes to mind. Um, I, I'll the, say Wild Hearts comes to my mind because it's I genuinely enjoy it. It's yeah, fun. I, I mean, I don't it's know a if, fun co-op game. I don't know if it would make my personal top ten, but it's a fun it's, co-op it's a game. Fun that's not hunter like game. I think we could have that. that there's space for there's that. There's space for that, but it's also the fact that like, hey, this is this is multiplayer done right. Yeah, like it. it like I miss that. Mm-hmm. I miss it. Like I miss actual like. Fun multiplayer. That's not. Hey, we gotta we gotta be in the top one percent of like everyone in the in the in the matches. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Nah, Sometimes do I that. just want to play games and beat up a monster for fun. Yeah. All right. Speaking of fun, quote unquote, <laughs> Sony had their uh, state of play, their first state of play of twenty twenty three. Uh, it was kind of focused on third party games. Showed off some more stuff that's coming to their PlayStation VR 2 that just dropped, I think. I'm not spending it. Or is it dropping next week? I don't know. I don't don't know. know. I know some people have it now. Some people aren't getting it to next week. I don't know. I got to try it out earlier, but this was like a bunch uh, it, of other games. It depends games. on what you pre-ordered, actually, apparently. I think that's what they were doing. It's like, if you pre-ordered it, you got it like a week earlier or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if you're, I think if you pre-order and you're like the top tier of like the, uh, the plan. Something like that. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the PSVR 2 is a nice piece of hardware. We talked about it last week. Uh, I just was like, you know, hmm, I don't know if if it's worth the price right now because it is a very expensive piece of hardware. You're also looking at a a system that's coming out where VR is no longer like the hot trending thing that it is. Um, VR hasn't had a good killer app in a while outside of Half-Life. Yeah. And... A few of the other console ones on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, PSVR. and then whatever Oculus is doing with, with Meta and Facebook. But <laughs> VR needs another... And it, it's sad that it's going to be Valve again, I feel like, that puts out another game. Probably. I think the other thing that speaks volumes, too, and it's funny that uh, I got this thought after reading a meme, and there was a meme where it showcased the Vita, because the Vita, when it launched, it sold 16 million units. Yeah. And Sony treated it like a bastard stepchild. The, the redheaded when stepchild. Compa- when you want to compare it to other hardware, the PlayStation VR, the first one, only sold like 4 million or 4.2 million yeah, units. Yeah, 4.2 4. million units total. Yeah. 
But that's because people realize you can hack it and play a really fun game. <laughs> so they had that and they decided to make a PSVR 2. And this is obviously a much more ex expensive endeavor. Anyway, um, let's talk about some of the games that they showcased at this uh, state of play. They launched, they started it off showing off of, I think, like four or five new games for the PSVR 2. First one they showed off was a game called The Foglands. It's like a sci-fi Western roguelike uh, that had a bunch of different ways that you can shoot up people or throw a wrench at them. Um, it's also going to be available on the Oculus 2, uh, but it is coming out to the PlayStation VR as well. That was followed up by Green Hell VR, which is uh, looks like some jungle survival type thing. You're fighting tigers. You got like this weird hatchet axe that can basically break down bludgeon. trees and bludgeon people. Uh, one of the most interesting games was a game called Synapse. Uh, definitely more shooter expired. It had like a very moody black and gray atmosphere. Um, and then there's like a prism that appears that summons okay. bad guys and kills you. Uh, it's very much like Super Hot, if you remember that game. Super uh, Hot. No release date on this, but it looks very cool, I guess. It's, prob it's probably one of the only VR titles that made me go... All right, that's pretty cool. Well, I still don't want a PlayStation VR 2. Uh, Journey to Foundation was shown up yet. Yes, that is the Isaac Asimov uh, sci-fi series. They're doing an adaptation of that game. Uh, it's planned to come to the PlayStation VR 2 this fall. They follow that up with a game called Before... <laughs> a, a game called Before Your Eyes. Uh, it has been a... Very standout indie title already on other virtual reality systems. It is coming to the PSVR 2. Uh, in this game, you play as a recently deceased character and you're living your memories as you progress your way through the afterlife. And what's cool about it is when you're playing the game, it actually monitors your eyes. So every time you blink in real life, the game notices it and it'll change the scene. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna lead to issues. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. That game is coming to the PlayStation VR two on March tenth. That was it for the VR stuff, and then they segued back to hey, you know, you guys are here for some PS five stuff. Starting off with a new trailer for Destiny two Lightfall. Uh, showcased a lot of awesome stuff, including the the Traveler shooting a giant laser beam at the Darkness Pyramids. Did not know the Traveler could do that. That's been a moment that the Destiny community That's, has been going batshit crazy over right now. <laughs> I'm a fire in my laser. Basically, that's what the Traveler did. <laughs> oh. uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall drops on this Tuesday, February 28th. Um, since Tuesday is my streaming day. Oh, no. Guess what I'm doing next week? <laughs> Yes, I'm doing that. Pizza Tower. Pizza Tower, sure. <laughs> um, an interesting game called Chia was showcased after that. It is an open world sandbox adventure. Uh, and it's going to be another game similar to how Stray launched, where it was part of the PlayStation Plus Essentials. When it comes out March 21st, it's going to be part of the PlayStation Plus Extra tier of uh, Sony's version of Games Pass. Uh, looks really interesting. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Uh, they then showcased uh, what's coming for the March free games. We're going to get Battlefield 2042, Minecraft Dungeons, <laughs> and Code Vein. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. One of those is Abandonware. 
Battlefield 2042 still played? EA has ended all development on it. They've moved basically all their teams except for like... It still has servers. Just No, just like maintenance team is yeah. only on it. So That's abandonware. Now it's free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so Battlefield 2042, you know what that is. Minecraft Dungeons, we all know what that was. It's, the, it's, fun. it's fun. I like it. I'm going to get it because it's free. Yeah. I didn't want to spend money for that at all. So now I'm glad that it's uh, free. I mean, it was free for me for Games Pass. Yeah. Okay. Code Vein, uh, that's basically animated Dark Souls. So if you, if you like Dark Souls and you're looking for like an anime version of it, you got Code Vein. The other interesting thing uh, is on top of that, if you have the extra tier, Ghostwire Tokyo, Uncharted uh, Legacy of Thieves, Immortals Phoenix Rising, and Rainbow Six Extraction are coming to the extra tier of that uh i'm gonna be honest with you rainbow six extraction is a lot of fun when you have a group of friends together i don't know if i have friends who would play that game so i'm kind of hesitant well here's the thing you have friends who like um who were burned by back for blood maybe who who miss left for dead probably Extraction's your game okay Uh, that was followed up by a game called humanity this comes from the developers of res infinite and tetris effect uh, it is coming to the PlayStation 5. In addition to PlayStation 4, it is an action puzzle game where you play as a sort of like digital ghost dog shepherding and on, on a massive crowd. And you basically have to figure out how to get them from point A to B. Um, the trailer looked like it's going to have some emotional moments in terms of that like metaphorical storytelling. I'm actually uh, excited for this. The demo is out now. So you can try it out now. The this actual is just lemmings with a dog, basically. You know what's going to happen, right? We're going to throw everyone off the ledges. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> demos out now. The full game will be coming out later this summer. The in bare May. minimum amount of people have to survive. <laughs> How fast does it take? That's what the speed one's going to be. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we got another trailer for Goodbye Volcano High. We I, we saw this game like so many PlayStation State of Plays. Ago. I also felt like we saw it on an Xbox one too and like Maybe. Nintendo. Maybe. I think this is a multi-platform game. It's it just might like, be. It's just been passed around. It looks good. Uh, it's a uh, rhythm-based visual novel. Remember we were just saying yeah. how like there's rhythm games and everything. Now we got a rhythm visual novel. Uh, it's coming to the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in June. And um, it's basically like a visual novel with dinosaur people or something. Looks pretty cool. Scalies. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about this because this is going to be the gatekeeping game between the old weebs and the new weebs because it's Naruto X Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. The gatekeeping game. <laughs> this is the anime gatekeeping game. <laughs> so, uh, they have the old weebs. <laughs> us. <laughs> beating, <laughs> beating the young weebs. Yeah. So this game comes out to mark the celebration of the 20th anniversary of Naruto. Uh, oh God. It's going to support 60 frames per second on PlayStation 5. The roster is already huge. It's got 124 playable characters oh God. from the previous games. They're going to add Ashura Otsuki and Indra Otsuki, who were in Boruto, uh, to this game. Um, this is going to be huge. If you're a Ninja Storm fan, I'm sure you're excited for this game. Uh, I'm excited for it because like Same this was the first trailer. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing this. Uh, and then they follow this up with a big announcement, at least if you're me, because I'm a fan of this series. Baldur's Gate 3 was shown. Mind flayers everywhere. 
action RPG combat. Ah, ah, ah. It's it's action RPG. It's still technically turn-based. No, it's action RPG. I push buttons and things happen. (laughs) Yeah, but it's still technically turn-based. As someone who's been playing it on PC. Yeah. So uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has been in early access for a while now, but it's coming to the PlayStation 5 on August 31st. Uh, This is good for people who don't want to upgrade like their PC and stuff. So, yeah. It's not that resource intensive. You never know. They do know. They just... Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. It's my network card. <laughs> so we got Baldur's Gate 3. We, that was followed up with a new trailer of Wayfinder. I'm looking we, forward to this game. Yeah, me too. Uh, I we got I got to do the uh, the closed beta. The actual early access beta is going to start in May on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. This is an online action RPG MMO from the creators of Darksiders Genesis and the League of Legends spinoff Ruined King, a League of Legends story. Uh, Airship Syndicate is the name of the company. Um, This is their foray into the... We need more MMOs. And we need more like this. We need more good MMOs that let you do the RPG stuff and don't have like battle passes or season passes and stuff like that. Yeah, no. The fact that they're calling it an MMO instead of a live service... Yeah is doing so much for me right now. It's like, thank you. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. Um, after these uh, RPG things, we got Capcom to show off some amazing things like the Bay, Cammy over here. Street everyone, everyone hates Cammy. You know why? Why? Because she always gets nerfed. Everyone complains about her at every tournament. <laughs> and the reason why is because... It's she has she's the lowest base health in the game outside of Akuma. Okay. She's a glass cannon character, and everyone's like, oh, she's too strong. No, she is what you call the pool monster. <laughs> if you play a Kami player, they keep you out from going out of pools. You have it, it's just a skill check. Yeah. The reality is, if you if you're losing to a Kami player who is semi-confident, you're just bad. Yeah. It's very true. You just, I'm a rushdown character. Keep me in a corner. Literally. Keep me out of the air and in, in the corner. I can't do anything. Yeah. So this trailer showed off three new characters. We started off with Zangief, a new character called Lily, uh, who hails from Mexico, and uh, her powers are not T-Hawk based. They're 100, that is 100% T-Hawk, and I'm expecting, hey, I hit you twice with a super. Grab. Death. Throw. <laughs> it's like, how do you interrupt the super? I'm T Hawk. I have two moves grab and brave bird. <laughs> Street Fighter 6 <laughs> comes out June 2nd. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have the Evo announcement go- also for this year. Yeah, we did. We're going to get to that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let's talk about Evo right now. Since we're on the subject of fighting games, before we get back to the rest of the PlayStation Direct, <laughs> Evo announced their lineup. We got amazing games for Evo. We have King of Fighters 15, Street Fighter 6, of course. Melty Blood is on it this time. I can't believe that Melty... That's two Evos that Melty Blood's been at. Yeah. Um, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and I'm blanking on the other two right now. Tekken 7. And King of Fighters... Did I say King of Fighters 15 already? Uh, yeah, you did. Okay. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. And then it's not Evo without Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting here. I'm like, where? I'm like, hi. Uh, what's it called? Is getting a free update technically? Um, Grand Blue. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we're not getting that. Oh well. Well, we, well, I don't know if the new game is going to be out yet. That's why. There's supposed to be like an action RPG coming out, right? Well, they, that's been in dev like hell. Yeah. But no, like the fighting game got an update and they're getting a whole another 12 characters with a, with a whole... Basically what they announced at Grand Blue Fest was, hey, the fighting game's getting a whole new fighting game. If you've never played the original fighting game, don't worry. You can buy this separately. If you have it, it's an update for you. That's I'm like, cool. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Also, I'm like, what do you mean also? You just have to pay for the DLC. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. It's paying for characters. Mm -hmm. You're getting rollback. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Rollback? Yes, rollback. We're running our own tournament series with money. I'm like, okay. Okay, this is good. So it's like, I'm sad that it's not an Evo, but I'm like, yeah, Grand Blue, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I was a big fan of Grand Blue Fantasy versus Red With King rollback, Mark. that game's going to be amazing. Yes. I'm hope I'm looking forward to the revival for it. Uh, going back to the PlayStation state of play, Capcom showed off a new trailer for Resident Evil Four. Yeah, re like the remaster. It's Resident Evil Four. Like, what more can I say? My my fear is that it's gonna lose the uh, campiness. Maybe there's gonna be a demo. I, I think that was like the biggest news for that. Let me let me run around as Leon and knife people. That's yeah. all I want to do. I just want to run around and knife people the whole game. Yep. Uh, the state of play ended with a gameplay look of the new Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I up all his hope. Well, can we talk about the other WB news? What was the other WB news? So um, there was a press conference with WB today and that president at over at Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah. Um, well, the president of, yeah, he's not that smart, in my opinion. Mm. Um, outside of showing this, in a slideshow, he accidentally announced Mortal Kombat 12. That's hilarious. In a slide? I'm like, yo, you just... That could have been your biggest announcement of the year. In the same slideshow, as he's going through, more um, Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, wow. By Peter Jackson. Oh. Yeah, everyone's sitting here like, what? Like, what more can you do? I don't know. Well, his involvement. I don't know if he's actually directly involved, yeah. but I think he has some involvement. So this new trailer for Suicide Squad, it did look cool. I was like, oh, this actually looks really good. It kind of looked like a mix of Crackdown and Anthem. Oh, God, <laughs> Crackdown. Yeah, like that. I mean, it looked fun. A lot of stuff blowing up, superpowers everywhere. I thought, okay, this is cool as long as it doesn't have live servers bullcrap. And, and then as the gameplay trailer finished, they had Rocksteady do a small trailer of, hey, let's explain what this game is about. And then they're Rocksteady. like, we're going to have a battle pass. And I said, no! And this battle pass is going to have cosmetics only. But in the game, you can unlock super powered suits that you can wear. So you can get like a Bane power suit. And that'll give you Bane power. And I checked out mentally and turned it off. So I don't know what else this game is going to Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so the battle pass is only cosmetic only. But there are powered suits in, in, the, the, game. in the game that you unlock by playing. Yes. 
That doesn't sound that bad. But it has gear score stuff and Oh, okay. You're okay, you're complaining about it's the gear score. It's basically Marvel's Avengers without being Marvel's Avengers. So that tells well, you me You know what the sad part is? It might actually be better. It might be better, but I don't want that in my Suicide Squad game. If they pull it off well, where it's not like gear scores and stuff, if it's like, hey, you need to swap this for this specific kind of level. Like if it's if, think of it more like Legend of Zelda, where it's like, oh, you've unlocked the boomerang and now the rest of the dungeon uses the boomerang in the boss fight. That's what I hope it is. That's what I if it's that the game that's showed fine. characters with levels and I was already already my mind went you know, to okay. Gotham Knights yeah, and okay. Marvel's Avengers. And I'm just like, no, not this, not like this. So my height for Suicide Squad was like here, and now it's like under the ground. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Like, I want to oh, give Rocksteady a chance because okay. it does look really cool. It has characters that I actually give a crap about. Like, I want to play as King Shark. I want to play as Harley Quinn. I want to play as Deadshot. I don't know if I'm really going to play as Captain Boomerang, but, you know. I love how he gets like, so I bet you he's like the most broken character now. It looks like he is because he had his gauntlet. He stole a Speed Force gauntlet to power up his boomerang. So it actually allows him to teleport and do crazy combos. Okay. Yeah. You know what? So I like, like that. That's the, it does sound broken. <laughs> um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League comes out May 26. I'm really hoping it's good. I know there's going to be like no demo for this whatsoever. So I'm definitely, this is definitely going to be one of those games. You take that the I'm shot gonna I'm gonna. I, I. I. I'm not gonna get it on a whim because I refuse to do that. What right about? Now. What about? Uh, if it's on Games Pass. I mean, if it comes on Games Pass fast, I'll definitely try it out for free. Um, but it's definitely a game that I'm gonna wait and see on. Uh, anyway, that's. Well, there's also the Capcom Cup announcement. Did you hear that? Oh yeah! Oh my <laughs> god! I can't believe. Oh, before we end our show, Capcom Cup, which is their preliminary fighting game competition, announced that they're gonna award. One million dollars. Well, it's technically two million dollars for the whole Capcom Cup. Yeah, but the first place gets one gets million. million dollars. One million dollars. Um, this is huge for Street Fighter. Uh, but it, it does make me a little concerned because when you have when you start announcing big payouts like that, you do tend to attract the wrong kind of gamer. Yes, and that's my biggest though, concern about that this. That is true. That is true. But here's the other thing. Every other tournament that is Capcom Pro points related, right? Now is gonna like every TO is gonna have to be like, wait, does that mean we get actual support now? Yeah. The reality is. This is actually it. Well, yes, it will attract the wrong kind of gamer. But the other thing is the FGC is so ingrained. They're not going to get very far. No, you're going to see a lot of people drown in pools. You're going to see a lot of esports teams being like, we need. I have a feeling even though Justin Wong is re technically retired. He'll come out of retirement for this. Oh, no. So people are going to start throwing money. He's like, come on, join our team. He's like, I got to raise my daughter. Can we sign your daughter then? <laughs> He's going to sit there looking at his like. Have you ever seen any of his streams? No. His daughter figured out how to parry, and he just sat there as like a creative monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute and adorable. Um, created a monster. We'll have more on that as it develops. PlayStation State of Play. It was okay, kind of like par for the course here. Nothing super major that was announced. I, um, but it's nice to see collecting dust. I'm sad. <laughs> but it was nice to see that the PSVR two is getting support, unlike the other peripheral that launched a while ago that could. Probably make it if they did it today. 
The Vita? Yeah, like if the Vita came out now, like I what about the iToy? I bought the iToy. I, I know. That thing. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. We had the iToy. We had. There's a lot of peripherals that could have done very they well. They had the PlayStation Sony. Move, but then they incorporated yeah. that into VR. Yeah, which is fine. It's just okay. I support these things all the time. I hate it. I'm not doing it now. No PSVR 2 unless there's a killer app on it. I'm gonna sit here and like, hey, we announced the Vita 2. And then never do anything with it. I would die laughing. I would I would sit and, there and, and die and laughing. Like if they announced the Vita 2 and it had like four games at launch, I would be one of those guys that had all four games, the Vita 2, with the little satchel that carries my Vita 2. But like, yeah, this is awesome. And then everything else just becomes a pachinko game. Yep. A visual novel. <laughs> <laughs> or use the back screen to touch women. <laughs> and before anyone says, you know, that's wrong. No, that is an actual game. Yeah, the Senron Kagura series. We're known for that. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. Um, we're kind of going over a little eh, bit. Five so minutes. We want to switch over to join RJ and Joel over in uh, It Takes Two, uh, the best parent simulator ever made. God, <laughs> the save your marriage simulator. Uh, you guys know what to do. Stick around. We got more coming for you. Until next time, you've been decoded.